When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield, live at Moody's Country Store and Barbecue, this is Sooner Sports Talk, presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. And by Riverwind Casino, still the one. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Rudy's on a Monday night. It is a game week. Toby and Teddy with you. Sooners and Cyclones coming up on Saturday morning, 11 a.m. kickoff in Ames, Iowa. In just a few minutes, the head coach of the Sooners, Brent Venables, will be alongside we're going to take a look back at that game that was eight days ago, nine days ago against Kansas, and we're going to take a look ahead to the showdown with Iowa State. But before we do anything else, please help me welcome my co-host. He is the best color analyst in America, the Butkus Award winner, the Fort Gibson Flash himself, Teddy Lehman, everybody. T-Row, how we doing, my man? Great. You great, rested. Great, great. You got your, uh, your oh. legs back for the stretch run of the season rejuvenated, yeah. rested, and ready to go to Ames, Iowa. How right. about you? Same. Did you have a good bye week? Yeah. Yeah. It's rejuvenated. That's you, the word. Trevor Knight ran like some half marathon thing yeah. or something this weekend. Did you do that? Nope. 
Nope. <laughs> nope. I sat on the couch and watched football for about the same amount of time as it would take me to run that, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. A lot of good football, a lot of good Big, big 12 football going it on was, out there. It was some entertaining games yeah. on this it's Saturday. It's been a great conference this year. Fantastic. Well, I mean, could be better. It could be better. Right. Yeah. But it's been entertaining. Mm-hmm. And we saw a couple of good ones on Saturday. TCU still unbeaten. They sit atop now. Yeah. Impressive stuff, man. They've done a really good job. And I think it, it's one of those things where you start off okay, you're a good football team, but as you win a couple of games, belief, everyone comes together, you start to have something special, and everyone just continues to up their game as the stakes get higher and higher. It's fun to watch. Opening segment brought to you by Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law. They're the law firm you should turn to for all your personal injury needs. Well, the Sooners win a week ago Saturday, 52-42, the final over Kansas. Teddy, they got off that three-game schneid back in the win column, and it felt nice. Felt great. Yeah, it was needed. That that team uh, needed that win, and some guys came out, played really well. Uh, I thought the crowd was fantastic. You know, there's talks about people are going to show up. Yeah, they did. They showed up, and they were they were great. Um, and that's a tough Kansas football team. You know, they they climbed back in that football game against Baylor. Uh, we're down what 28-3, and and came back and made a game of that. That's a solid group. Uh, they've got a, a dangerous offense, and we we're able to to keep a cap on them for a good portion of that game. What they do is, you know, a lot of the stuff that we saw from this kind of our Achilles heel, a lot of motion, a lot of shifting, trying to mess with guys' eyes, and I thought we reacted pretty well to it. And obviously, Dylan Gabriel makes a big difference yeah, for this offense. I'd say so, 700 yards of offense. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, there's carryover for that defensively too. You know, whenever you've got your, your quarterback out there and he's making plays and – you're putting together what was the drive 18 play drive uh, where they kicked a field goal. You know, the defense is over there just recovering, going through some of the things that they've seen out there. I mean, it helps the defense whenever the offense is playing well and not just on the scoreboard. He was fantastic. He was super sharp, especially early. He made some great decisions with the football. Uh, I thought it was really good by Jeff Levy to get him involved in the running game right out of the gate. Uh, just got to plant that seed with Kansas, let him know that He's going to be involved, so slow some of those guys down on the back end. And and just to let him know that he's in a football game, right? You had the concussion stuff, and now you're out there playing, so stop worrying about it and let's go go move the football. Thought he did just that. Eric Gray, the dude gets better and better, doesn't he? He he is – he's hitting a really, really nice stretch right now. And obviously they were going to try to get the ball. They were force-feeding the ball to Marvin Mims. Well – 16 targets. Yeah. I'd say that that should be the number from now on. He's <laughs> he's fun to watch, man. And we've been so close on some of those deep balls to him and just have missed connecting on him. If that's like the missing piece offensively. When we start to hit that with a bit of a higher percentage, we're going to be really dangerous. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, the head coach of the Sooners, Brent Venables, joins us live here at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Stay with us. Sooner Sports Talk is brought to you by Bud Light. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Homeland, a proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. Riverwind Casino, still the one. Orthodontics exclusively, the number one orthodontics office in Oklahoma. And the Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access audio pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Chris Plank talks all things Sooners. 
Welcome back. Welcome back to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Sooners and Cyclones coming up on Saturday morning in Ames. And please help us officially welcome now the head coach of the Sooners, Brent Venables, everybody. Yeah. How we doing, Coach? Good. Good. How was the bye week? The bye week was terrific. Uh, got an opportunity to work on fundamentals, get some guys healthy, um, get the appropriate amount of rest that our guys need this time of the year. Uh, get a chance to look at ourselves, you know, on both sides of the ball and in and, uh, and then the kicking game, seeing again what some of our self scout reports tell us um, in regards to tendencies and uh, you know, whether it's motions or formations or it's down and distance, you know, looking at all of those things. So we take our, our off part of our offensive staff and they evaluate the defense for the defense and the defensive staff gives a, a again a defensive view of, of what we're seeing on offense and then we get together and share some of those things and certainly uh, you go through a variety of reports and whatnot every coach in his particular area and looking at the, the things that you know, again the opponents are looking at and uh, so you want to you get busy during the season sometimes you can get into a, a flow of doing uh, some of the things that have been successful over and over and over, and so you want to you want to have some tendency breakers, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that's part of what you do during the uh, during the off week as well. But we uh, practiced on last Monday night, kind of like a normal Monday practice without pads and much shorter, about half the practice time on the field. Really focused on fundamentals, and then Tuesday did a, a service opportunity in the Norman uh, community, uh, split up in. 10 different teams and uh, went throughout the community and then met back up for a dinner afterwards, uh, five or six hours, uh, doing a variety of things. And then uh, Wednesday and Thursday practice, and then we gave the guys off uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Had to feel good. Uh, I know it feels like it was uh, a month ago, but going into the bye week with some good momentum, coming off a win at home, just being able to build on that for really the, the stretch run of the season had to feel good. No doubt. And again, our, again, our guys um, really responded well. That's the mark of a, of a, you know, the true measure of a of a team uh, is again in moments like that. You know, after having, uh, you know, previously the, the two weeks in particular, previously, you know, how we played. So that was nice to be able to get back uh, Dylan back in particular and on offense and play, you know, better and improve and get an opportunity to to go against a good quality opponent. And I think that's the best Kansas team they maybe have had in, you know, 15, 18 years. So, uh, you know, winning is, is, is not an easy thing to do against anybody. And uh, Kansas was playing with as much confidence, uh, even with that quarterback, a 16-game starter uh, that uh, I think we saw last year mm -hmm. uh, in Lawrence, right? Yeah, he played Being, well. Yeah, yeah, played real well. And um, and so, yeah, it's a good quality win, you know, for us. And, and now here we, you know, took a break and, and got to survey what's in front of us, you know, uh, kind of forgetting what's behind, uh, which we would if we were undefeated or were four and three. Uh, you certainly learn from your past and are shaped by that as well. But now the real focus is, okay, what's, what's the vision now? And obviously it's a, you know, this week, you know, you're trying to go one and oh. And, and, you know, our guys, they recognize, you know, what's in front of them. We have an opportunity to, uh, we could win every one of these games and, and uh, certainly, uh, you know, could fall short in every one of them, too. So uh, we're going to have to uh, continue to make improvement in order to, to have an opportunity to win. They're all good quality teams that are well coached and have 
good quarterbacks, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, on every one of the teams. And, and again, the, uh, the Iowa State team that we're getting ready to play has, has culture. They have a history of success. Uh, they have history of, of uh, winning against Oklahoma, so they'll have belief. And, um, and again, they'll, again, we get a game seven mentality whenever we show up. So uh, Jack Tri Stadium at 11 a.m. is going to be, they're going to be packed. They're going to be uh, smoking pork and brisket yep, and yep. everything else. John Deere tractor uh, yeah. is going to be rolling. It's, and it'll be great. Uh, <laughs> it's a neat environment. They uh -huh. take a lot of pride uh, in, their, in their football program, and their backs are against the wall, and so are ours. And uh, so for us, you know, uh, you know, taking you know the good things that we did a week ago, and certainly, what do we need to improve on? What can our guys handle? You know, what can they do well, and then give them an opportunity to go be successful. And our guys are excited. You know, had a again a terrific week last week. Um, very spirited uh, week. Uh, you know, really strong investment in what we were trying to do. Got great leadership. Our leadership council is is on point. They recognize that, man. They wanna they wanna. The finish is how they're going to be judged, and and they have an opportunity, uh, you know, to really leave their mark. And you know, with all the adversity and uh, you know the disappointment in in how things went, you know, in those three losses, now we have an opportunity to to redeem ourselves, if you will, uh, and and again create some momentum even going in past this year. And this is an opportunity uh, for us as well, you know, to uh, you know. I think the Oklahoma, I, I believe Oklahoma has the most 10-win-plus uh, seasons in the history of college football. So uh, as I told the team today, this is the place that expects uh, double digits. Um, don't shy away from that. That's what we all signed up for. This is a place that, uh, you know, you're going to get what you earn, not necessarily what you quote-unquote deserve, you know. Uh, you're going to get what you earn. And, and so there is a, a level of expectation, you know, that you sign up for. So... Uh, uh, you know, again, our guys are excited again about finishing with no regrets. That's the biggest thing is, and so how do you finish with no regrets, man? You could be completely, totally committed to doing your best. And that means you leave no stone unturned. And really my expectation is that's, that's what should have, or is, or has taken place, you know, at the beginning, you know, here of the year as well. And uh, the things that it takes to be successful at the beginning of the year to win your opener, to go on the road and beat Nebraska or, uh, you know, to, to beat Kansas are the same things it's going to take for us to go 1-0 this week and have a chance to, you know, play at a, at a high level and play well against Baylor and West Virginia and Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. And, uh, and again, all those teams, um, uh, again, uh, Iowa State, I believe they've lost uh, four games maybe by a total of 12 points. Mm -hmm. And and then all the other teams are playing really, really good football. So it's exciting. You know, I'm really excited about the challenge. And uh, the biggest reason I'm excited because our players are really excited. You know, they they recognize uh, again what's in front of them, and and uh, they're not shying away from it whatsoever. Two-headed question here for you. So you get a bye week like this. Do you allow yourself to uh, watch some college football like the rest of us are? And and if yes, when you watch a football game, college, NFL, high school, whatever it may be. Are you able just to enjoy it for what it is, or are you looking at gap schemes and blitzes and trying to decipher defenses the whole time you're watching? I, I am, I'm a football junkie, so I love, like, probably, you know, a lot of people here tonight. Y'all wouldn't be here if y'all aren't football junkies, I can promise you. So yeah, uh, I love watching college football. So whether it's bye week or not, I certainly got, you know, my fair share uh, this weekend, and I love to watch it. And uh, unfortunately, I get a, I always watch it with a lens of, 
All right, what's the front? What's the coverage? What's right. the rotation? What's who's wrong? Who's right? Oh my God! You know, if you see a, a like a great play on offense that's a really well designed, whatever throwback to the offensive tackle, you immediately are drawing it up. Go back on the TV. <laughs> like, oh God, that we're gonna see that one. You know, because coaches are known to be copycat. So uh-huh. uh, it's more stressful than I. But I love it. Like it's, a, but it's a you feel um, anxious. Uh, to say the least. You probably remember a lot of the players, too, from, like, coming across them in recruiting circles and stuff oh, yeah. like that. So, yeah. like, No, you're fan. I'm, you know, just fans of coaches, of, of schools, of, of certainly players. Uh, just got a lot of respect and admiration for the game. Uh, you mentioned Dylan and uh, how well he played, how good it was to have him back on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little pressure, a lot of pressure on him coming back into a situation like that. Boy, he looked as sharp as he has all year. He week, did. I week. thought uh, our offensive staff did a great job. Players really had a great week of preparation. Uh, they got into a great rhythm. They played, came out with an attack mindset. You know, and I've, we, we said, you know, good things don't happen to those that, that wait. Good things happen to those that attack. And so our guys did a great job. Uh, having that kind of a mindset, whether, again, it was in protection or offensive lines. Uh, again, that's been one of our strengths um, this season. And um, uh, I thought our, our receivers did a terrific job of straining and blocking down the field. I thought we caught the ball well. Uh, when we caught it w- underneath, I thought we did a great job of catching it underneath and uh, getting vertical, you know. Uh, there's a nice designed quarterback run play. And, uh, again, guys just did a, a great job. You know, the, we had one thing that we didn't do well in the game, and that was those turnovers. Um, but we made a lot of tough competitive plays, blocked well in the run game, uh, protected Dylan well for, for the most part all night. Um, and, again, we really blocked well at the second and the third level in both the run game and, and uh, in our screen game. Uh, again, our receivers did a great job. of What a great catch by mm. Gavin Freeman. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Uh, what a beautiful ball. He's got a nice little catch. ratio of going for, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, touches to big play His ratio Spectacular there. play percentages. Yeah. But uh, we got into a great rhythm, too. You know, we ran 100, you know, plus plays, and uh, that's tough on, on any defense. And I uh, thought our offense did a nice job, too, of just starting fast, uh, you know, really playing in, in a good way for a good part of the game. You know, we really – uh, we punted, I think, one time. It's been a couple weeks. I haven't freshened up on, I think, Turk. We had one punt uh, in the game. I loved ending the game and when victory formation. Yeah. Uh, but, again, and we spread the ball around. You know, a bunch of guys made terrific plays uh, catching the ball. Uh, again, there's Braden Willis, who's played as well as anybody all year long, has played as consistent as any player on the team. And Drake Stoop, same thing. You can say the same about him. Uh, you know. I feel like the offensive line, it, not just in this game, but really going back uh, even prior weeks before, has really started to come along lately. They really have. And, and you know, and I know we lost a couple of games uh, in a row where we didn't look good as a team, but really they didn't have a whole lot to do with that, you know, be honest with you. I, I it's tough when agree. you're limited and everyone's piling in there and they were That's still right. moving people. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We got more with Brent Venables to come. We'll start to hit some of your listener questions when we come back here at Rudy's. Stay with us. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. 
Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Sooner Sports Talk is brought to you by Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Academy Sports and Outdoors. Get your officially licensed Sooner gear at Academy Sports and Outdoors, preferred sporting goods retailer of Oklahoma Athletics. The OU Fan Shop, the best place to gear up for game day is shop.soonersports.com. And we want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for the affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM radio or by downloading the Varsity Network app and listen free. Welcome back, everybody, to Rudy's. Toby and Teddy with you. This is Coach Venables, OU Iowa State, coming up Saturday morning, Jack Trice Stadium in Ames, Iowa. Let's hit our Academy Sports and Outdoors fan question of the night. This comes from James on Twitter. Coach, what is the most difficult part of playing a game after a bye week? Hmm. I don't know um, if there's anything difficult. I mean, uh, you hadn't played, um, but you certainly practiced. So, uh, Teddy and I were sitting here talking off the air. It seems like it was, you know, uh, you know, six weeks ago that we played. <laughs> right. Uh, the Kansas so game. I don't know if there's rust, but I know this. Iowa State's got a bye week, and um, I don't know – uh, you know, just keeping your players probably focused uh, while they're taking time off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is that time of the year when uh, we'll have a number of guys that have an opportunity to uh, that are, have to move on, and then there'll be some that have to contemplate whether or not they will. And so, uh, you know, there could potentially be some distractions, but, you know, that's when you're dealing with, again, 18 to 24-year-olds, you know, you're dealing with that every single day anyway. So I'm not sure what, what – what um, what's the most difficult part? I I don't really know. Yeah, you'd like to stay into a rhythm, um, but you know they they have a bye week as well. Yeah, I say one of the good parts is any guys that have been banged up, you know, playing through some some different injuries and stuff, and guys maybe that have been out have a little bit of an opportunity to get back. How do you feel like you guys are health wise? Feel like we're we're in really good shape. You know, right now we're we're hopeful we might. You know, we might get a couple of guys back uh, on uh, – I don't know whether um, Nick Anderson, he's close uh, on offense. Hope, hopefully uh, Marcus Major will be back and ready to go. And uh, had some guys banged up on the offensive line that just were a little bit limited. They could make it, but, um, you know, that looks like they'll be healthier uh, than what we've been. Hopefully we'll get Ethan Downs back. Uh, you know, I'm not sure on the status of Billy Bowman. Uh, maybe DeMond Harmon mm-hmm. um, as well. So um, can't remember if that's everybody. We might have to do a surgery on Jaden Rowe uh, and, and just to get him ready for spring football. Uh, he's been banged up uh, quite uh, for quite some time this fall. Uh, he's going to be a great one, a good young player, going to be really good. And, uh, and then at uh, linebacker we had uh, – uh, Shane, you know, had uh, shoulder surgery. I don't know if that was out or not, but he had shoulder surgery uh, Friday before last. So other than that, we're, we're getting healthier. 
you mentioned distractions, and um, you know, I would Matt, you've been doing this for a long time now. Just big picture, I'm not talking about your team this year necessarily, but management of players in the middle of a season and the whole transfer portal thing that's out there and everything. You didn't have to used to deal with that, right? You know, and it wasn't that long ago, really. How big of a problem is that? How big does it? How much of your brain does it occupy in the middle of a season as far as keeping players happy and worrying about that transfer portal? Yeah. I, to me, it's not necessarily keeping players happy. It's creating an environment where players feel valued. They feel respected. They feel appreciated. Uh, they feel like um, there's growth, um, that they're getting better. They understand and have a clear uh, vision for you know what the future holds there's lots of layers of trust love respect communication um, uh, there's honesty mm-hmm. uh, and you know at, at the end of the year there'll be there'll be plenty of guys that um, that come to a decision that maybe the best thing moving forward is to find you know somewhere they can get a fresh start and uh, maybe where they get a, a better opportunity to contribute and then um, again, there will be plenty of them, young guys, that uh, we try to stay connected with all of them, you know, even guys that aren't playing well, you know, very intentional about, uh, again, visiting with what that plan is, whether it's a redshirt situation or we're not really playing as much as you would like, but they're in the rotation uh, to some degree or they're playing, starting on special teams. And, uh, and so lots of – uh, communication with them as well, you know, and encouragement and trying to keep them engaged in your schemes. And uh, so you have some exercises for them to do, uh, you know, weekly that try to keep them, you know, on the right path. Uh, you know, I don't I don't ever lay in bed and have this fear of failure of anything that has to do with my job mm-hmm. at all, ever. And I got a great piece about how we do what we do. And again, just try to create a, an environment that uh, when all the there's craziness outside, but when they come to our facility, as hard and difficult as it is to be a student athlete in any sport, when they come to our facility, man, they feel. I mean, they they're getting encouraged, uh, they're getting challenged, they're they're getting inspired and motivated, and they're getting better. And and then you know, you're constantly trying to nurture the idea of, you know, before you know it, and college is over and you got to go face the real world. So you're trying to equip them with tools that are going to help them for the rest of their life as men, as husbands, as fathers, as leaders, and try to, you know, help create this vision for what, you know, that's going to look like, you know, very shortly. And and so I think that there's um, uh, there's fulfillment, you know, for our players, you know, in that environment. And so I'm just one person, but that's kind of, you know, our, our football family, and that's kind of our charge. So, again, I'm we're, we're, we're always meeting, you know, from a recruiting standpoint. We have multiple meetings throughout the, throughout the course of the week, and we're, we're planning for the future, you know, not just certainly this year is a big one. You know, we have my, my recruiting schedule down to, you know, uh, the hour right now, postseason, you know, and, and then, okay, well, what if something changes for the postseason? What's that going to look like? I think the NCAA is going to look at some real changes here uh, by the end of the week, and there might be some new legislation that comes out that affects some of that and uh, and, and gives us uh, a little bit more of an opportunity to evaluate, uh, you know, and how to manage your roster uh, under those circumstances. This will be the last year you can sign more than 25 guys. Right. 
and so that's a big that's a big thing you'll see a a lot of movement again this year across college football and we'll be affected to some degree some of it uh, we'll welcome and then there'll, there'll probably be a guy or two that we we wish you know uh you know it wasn't the case but uh, i would be surprised um more so with that than not to be honest with you you mentioned you know getting an opportunity with the bye week to get back and work on some of the fundamental stuff now is that is that just like the general get back to to basics or is that part of the self-scout stuff that you identify maybe um you know blocking technique offensively or, or defensively like some situational stuff where different techniques have have, have been limited how do you approach that yeah it's it's all of that, it's it's um, scheme-related. Uh, maybe, God, we keep seeing this scheme. Well, guess what? Because you can't stop it, you know, right. and yeah. they see that. So um, so maybe it's an alignment to a formation. Maybe it's an adjustment to a formation. Um, but most importantly, it's our, our base fundamentals, our everyday drills. We call them EDDs. And you spend more time uh, doing those and trying to create as many game-like um, scenarios as possible. So maybe that's a... Uh, for de defense, it's how to leverage and stop and defend the screen game on the RPO world, and out there with space and who's going to lever it and the techniques that you got to do to to set an edge and then who's going to be the, the 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 alley player and who's going to be the vice player, things like that. And um, so you go through all the variety of maybe it's how to safeties weaving you know in in quarters coverage and how to maintain leverage for the post. Uh, maybe it's a corner uh, working on his man-to-man -man techniques and his press techniques or finishing on the ball with his with his head back towards the ball. Can't get enough of that kind of work. Like uh, a lot of our secondary guys, safeties and corners spent every day, you know, working on finishing at the top of routes, you know, making plays on the football. Okay, I'm in a, I'm in a winning position. Now how do I go and finish the the play or maybe I'm in a position of disadvantage okay how do I recover I got beat now what do you do and so you get a, a an opportunity to get a bunch of film uh, show your guys good and bad and mostly bad you're showing them the bad but you're showing them a lot of good plays hey look how, look how we did it well over here all right here's what we did in our last few games we didn't do it well same schemes okay we're a little inconsistent let's let's go work on the fundamentals that allow us to to, to defend those plays well and so it's, it's everything. It's movement. It's change of direction. It, it's stance, alignment, assignment. Your keys, your footwork, your eyes. Uh, you know, tackling, getting off of blocks, uh, and again finishing at the top of routes, pass rush. Uh, you know, how to cage a you know athletic quarterback. You know what that looks like for those guys. You know, just you know, it's it's endless. It really is. You know, on both sides of the ball. It's a really great time. Uh, you know, to be able to again just the onion back and get back to uh you know the foundation that should show up under under stress is your fundamentals let's take a break we'll talk about the showdown with iowa state with coach venables when we come back here at rudy's stay with us sooner sports talk is brought to you by the sooner junior kids club log on to SoonerSports.com slash kids for more information about joining the sooner junior kids club Presented by OG&E and brought to you in part by Orthodontics Exclusively, Mathis Home, and Devon Energy. OU's 2022 football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. 
Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. And Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. All right, welcome back. OU Iowa State coming up this Saturday morning. It's another 11 a.m. kickoff up in the cornfields of Iowa. We got your Rudy's Anywhere question of the night. This person wins a $50 gift card mm. to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Sean King is the winner tonight. Coach Venables, what have you seen from Iowa State that has allowed them to play great defense the last few years? Well, you know, they, they, uh, you know, it's funny that you say that. Um, we actually. Well, Sean King said it. Um, <laughs> Sean. Yeah. It's funny that he said that. Yeah. But you said that. Well, that's true. Sean. I did say it. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, they've done as good a job as anybody in, in this league the last, whatever, it's been five, six, seven years at playing defense. And um, years ago, maybe four years ago, studying, uh, we, we were uh, studying you know, good defenses across college football that we knew that maybe they were doing more with less, okay? Yeah. And and all, obviously it's always relative to the people that you're playing. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that the great quarterback play, the high-powered offenses that have traditionally been in the Big 12 Conference, uh, watched, looking at all the stats, I'm like, look, they're, they're number one in the conference in defense year after year here. And so just peeling the onion back, uh, looking at what they did you know they're they run a three-man front mm -hmm. like every snap you know that don't you hmm. three three five is what they <laughs> three, run three three five yeah and every once in a while they'll walk a linebacker on the line and, and you know the 215 yeah. 220 pound linebacker on the line and make it look like four-man front but it's th three-man front and i think they're the top defense in the conference and the second best defense in the conference is tcu i believe and they're three three five and yeah. i think the third best defense is kansas state and they're three three five. Yeah. By the way, so, but what I do think that they they Why do. Why is he a, looking at me when he says this? Have I? Well, because you asked me the question. I, yeah. You act like I've been trying to get you to play a four. I know. Front I know you're not <laughs> supposed to play good defense if I, you're running a three man front. Yeah. I know. Well, not coming from I know. Me. I know. Yeah, okay, I know. <laughs> uh, but so we went to Iowa State while I was at Clemson, and we we studied Iowa State's defense. In 2018, Clemson wins the national championship and had the top defense in college football. And we lost uh, eight starters and lost four defensive linemen, three of which went in the first round. And w we had some transfers the year before, so our next group up was not real deep. So we had a bunch of guys that in the in the back seven that could play. So we we switched. We went completely to the three three five in 2019. And at the end of the year, we were the number one scoring yeah. defense in college football. Great defense. And uh, played in another national championship as well. And uh, still. Led the country in tackles for loss and, in and three, uh, three, I think third in the three country in sacks. Yeah. So, anyway, I just listen. You still got to execute the scheme. Don't the schemes are, right. or or you know, you could put people in a bad scheme, but you still have to execute. You know, you got to play physical. You got to play the fundamentals. Guys got to play aggressive. Uh, you got to leverage the football. You got to stay on top of it. But the reason they they got into that years ago was personnel issues. They did, and and then. Okay, how? What's the most adjustable defense? You know, to be able to get lined up fast, uh, make great adjustments, and 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 again take stress off the players from adjusting, uh, 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 tempo, and then the R, all the RPO world. So we got the run, and they're letting them run three to five yards, uh, you know, down past the line of scrimmage, and still throw the football. 
Uh, now, they don't do that in the NFL. They just no, go by the book the in the lineman, NFL, yeah. and we're not. Teddy's probably with me. He's like, I'm not asking, but if it's three yards, then let's, then let's call it past three yards. If it's three yards and, and two inches, and the, and the rule says three yards, then, then throw the flag at three yards and two inches. Don't. Don't like widen the plate. Oh, well, it was kind of close. Well, my thing the flag. is, how is it even three yards? Yeah, I, I, like, I, I don't agree with be, the three yards. You can't yeah. be past the line of scrimmage. I know, that. I know. So anyway, that's a whole nother conversation uh, that'll get a defensive guy uh, blood <laughs> boiling uh, in a hurry. But um, the RPO world, you got bodies in these windows, and it's funny. Um, we had a linebacker that won the Budkiss in 2019 uh, named Isaiah Simmons from Kansas City. Great play. And um, so on draft day, Cliff Kingsbury calls me, and he's talking about drafting Isaiah with the eighth pick in the draft. And um, he says, man, I really hope that stuff, that 335 doesn't come to the NFL because it's a offensive coordinator and a quarterback's worst nightmare. That was his comments. And uh, I don't know, whatever that means, uh, right or wrong. And because uh, it gets it, it, it cl it's very cloudy, you know, you have a balanced look and it's yeah. hard to see. You can really manipulate when you get good at it. You can really manipulate the pitcher pre and post snap. And uh, and but they do a great job. Fundamentally, they do a great job because you're playing aggressive. It's not a read and react defense, uh, pr you know, contrary to popular belief. It's a very attacking uh, uh, structure. And then they've just done a great job coaching the fundamentals, understanding how people are going to attack them. Uh, they play with great, great effort. They're still physical, um, very sound in, in everything that they do. Uh, having spent several days with them, uh, you know, and then and then lots of contact with them once we left. Uh, just They're just great guys to allow us to learn the ins and the outs and all the intricacies. But uh, same things that it takes to play great defense, yeah. you know, know how to stop the run create pressure on third down, play great third down defense, uh, don't give up big plays, and uh, play with an incredible effort, and they do that. And uh, so regardless of the scheme, you gotta, you got to be able to do those things. For the record, Teddy's the four-man front guy. I, I've always said whatever Brent thinks is best is what I think is best. That's what I've <laughs> hey, always said. Listen, I like what wins. Yeah. I like what stops people and what wins. And I, so uh, we've always been multiple, and we've always um, tried to, you know, you know, take advantage of the personnel we have. And then in any particular game, being able to get in and out of, of those different sub packages, I think is is even more difficult. If you know it's going to be all four-man front or it's all going to be all three-man front, I think that's a little easier for yeah. an offense to get ready for when you when you literally can get in and out from a sub standpoint of the different personnel packages and, and uh, uh, create, you know, uh, uh, you know, just more depth to what you're doing. I think that can you gotta have an off-speed pitch. To yeah, off-speed off pitch. I you like 17 that. 17-inch wide plate. Yeah, <laughs> I listen only when you talk. 17, right? Yeah, Tell everybody you, knows that, right? Two and a half minutes. Yeah, you yeah. told us that. Yeah, I I think one of the things that's interesting about Iowa State, because a lot of people run the same defense. It's just it it what's different about them is. They understand it. Le it looks like the concept of keeping everything in front of them, like. They'll make big plays, but it, it almost looks like it's a mantra to make you snap it again. Yeah, it's they're and, very they're patient. Yeah, you know they're patient. Wait they, on you to make the mistake. And and a lot of offenses don't have the patience to to match you know with them. And uh, they'll pick their 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 spots where they're aggressive, mm -hmm. and uh, but they are very incredibly patient. And uh, and they they know that most offenses are going to be exactly that. And 
And so in some ways, uh, you know, there can be limited possessions against them because they're going to make you work, you know, yeah. the field uh, as well. And then they have a, uh, again, they do a great job on offense too, you know. Uh, and again, I know that they, they lost some guys from a year ago, the great running back, Brees Hall. Uh, where's he from? Brees Hall? What do you mean high school? Brees was? Hall, yeah. Where'd he go to? Uh, he's Where from Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. And then, um, and then. Uh, they had Charlie Kohler too, right? Why is he quizzing me? Didn't they have today? Charlie Kohler on their team? Charlie Kohler's from Norman. Yeah, from yeah. Norman. Yeah, right. He won the Campbell Award. I probably I don't Oklahoma know. He killed, I can tell you, he killed us <laughs> the last few years. Yeah. yeah, but they lost some of those guys, and um, and so they're and then they've had some injuries, but they've got terrific receivers. They've got a great system. Uh, they play with tempo. Got a really good athletic quarterback that uh, moves around incredibly well. Big. They got always got big old tight ends. Yeah. And, uh, big old dudes up front that get in your way uh, as well. So they do a great job. I love uh, – we had uh, Matt Campbell came to Clemson and was a, a keynote speaker years ago. Uh, just we had respected really the way he built that program. He's done it the right way and uh, blue collar uh, and, you know, fundamentals and getting more out of less and has really created a culture. I love that he's been a great example of what loyalty uh, in yep. this profession looks like. Uh, and and he, he has an appreciation, you know, for, uh, you know, what he's been able to build and, and the kind of people in the community, you know, that, that Ames uh, is and the type of kids that, you know, that come there, you know, they, 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 they've done a great job at developing that program. Coach, thanks so much for spending some time yep. with us tonight. Good luck against the Cyclones. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Brent yep. Venables, everybody. We got one more segment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Sooner Sports Talk is brought to you by our Cornerstone Partners, OU Health, Fowler Auto Group, OG&E, Coca-Cola, and Anheuser-Busch. Take a look around the Big 12, brought to you by Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU. There you see the results from last week. Baylor hangs on, Tech rolls, OSU rallies, TCU rallies hey you've seen them on tv and they're sweeping the nation don't miss your opportunity to meet and learn from the cornhole pros of acl as the hellman's acl college tour rolls into party at the palace before the baylor game also sooner legend jason white will be dropping in this is an activation you won't want to miss stop by the hellman's acl college tour for fun games and prizes. And Sooner Nation, Oklahoma Blood Institute will be on campus Monday, November 14th through Friday, November 18th. Come out to donate or text OBI4OU to 999-777 for more information or visit OBI.org. Final segment here. Boy, what a fascinating year it has been in the Big 12 Conference, Teddy. This week, again, you've got OSU going to Kansas State. Of course, big one coming up in Ames. So, Teddy, what do you think are two or three of the biggest keys for Oklahoma Saturday to win up there? I think it's going to be incredibly tight, just like every other game that Iowa State has played. Mm -hmm. Tight games, possessions are critical. You can't give the ball away, right? And that's for both teams. So, uh, the turnover margin is it's probably going to be the deciding factor in the football game. If you can force – some turnovers, hang on to it yourself. That's going to be critical. Special teams, always in tight games. Who wins the field position battle? Who doesn't make some of those big mistakes? But whenever you, we just look at offense and defense, we've got, we're not, we're really close. Uh, I think we're maybe 10 yards away from being the number one uh, rushing offense in the conference. 
and they are the number one rush defense in the mm-hmm. conference. That battle, to me, is going to tell a lot of the story. If we run the ball successfully, I feel like our offense is going to have a nice day. If we don't, we're going to, you fall right into Iowa State's trap and things get really difficult really quickly. And for us on defense, I think if we stop the run and we can pressure uh, Deckers, he'll make mistakes. He'll throw you the football. I think, you know, that's critical. That defense against our rush offense is yeah. going to be fun. Fascinating matchup. Their strength against our strength, yep. their weakness against our weakness. 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday morning, Jack Trice Stadium in Ames, Iowa. We'll have pregame coverage for you on the Sooner Radio Network beginning at 9 a.m. We will see you back here next Monday for the Brent Venables Show at Rudy's. Boomer Sooner, everybody. <laughs> Sooner Sports Talk has been presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Sooner Sports Talk is also brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. And by Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner Football. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.